one, please. How? <laughs> that was so beautiful. I can't even sing my part now because oh, I'm just come now. Oh my word. Um, yeah. So this just means that I could never ever sing with you ever in life because I just sit there in awe oh, of you God. and not be able to play my part. Yo, you're so hectic. You're so extra. And I don't understand how this is the case. After I've known you for how, like fifth, close to 50 years now, eh? Close to 50. And I, I can't still be like on the honeymoon phase, on least. This is something we <laughs> to check. <laughs> how are you, please? I am so good. I am so good today. Um, I am having a very good day. And yeah, I've never felt better, actually. And you? I love to hear that. I love to hear that. On least, I'm polar opposite. Not that I'm doing badly or anything. I'm just really exhausted. Mm. I'm extremely exhausted. And I still have that problem we mentioned. And speaking of you, still haven't given me the things of God. Yeah, well, it, that um, should tell you that you haven't been to see me. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just exhausted all the time. That's just my permanent mood. But other than that, I'm really I'm sure that 10,000 listeners are just so used to me saying that at this point. I'm yes, sorry. It's a feature. It's a feature. Mm-hmm. Yes, but one day, one day very soon, Aunt Lise will be able to come to you. So let's um, let's get into <laughs> <laughs> let's get into this week's question. Is it important to you that you and your partner have similar tastes in music? I love this question. That's such a good question. I also love this question. So I just want to address something, Kohona. Hmm. I am not currently in a relationship. Hmm. But I realized because of this question that I have a wealth of experience. <laughs> and hmm. So the disclaimer is to the 10,000 listeners, the opinions and responses that you will hear from me in this episode are influenced by my experience of relationships. Mm. That's my disclaimer. I don't know if you have any more. <laughs> well, my only disclaimer, Aunt Lisa, is just that I've never been in one before. Mm. And so my answers are purely based on future projection, I guess, and just what I what I know myself to be in the context of a relationship at this point without having been in one. Mm, I find that to be... And I blame... Right now, I'm like, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. That's not it. But Mm. whatever I'm feeling right now, which I can't articulate, I'm laying it all on you because you are solely responsible for it. I accept. I accept. There is space on my shoulders. There is space (laughs) on my shoulders because we are going to have a short episode this week. No, mm. just to give people their, their time, you know, to let this podcast episode influence their preparations for that um, holiday that never was. It's coming okay. up. Okay, I just need to be found yes, quickly. It's coming up on the 14th okay. of February. I'm found. I'm definitely found. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. I hope that this week's episode, this week's question in in particular, inspires some preparation for Valentine's Day. And to be honest, Neil, my memories of Valentine's Day in my teens, the memories are all warm and fuzzy. (laughs) 
really even though i've never i've never received a valentine no or a valentine's day card or somebody asking me mm. to eat it. i've never received a valentine's day card from anyone other than my mom <laughs> <laughs> that's so adorable <laughs> but the celebrations we had when i was growing up when i look back on it now i see this like innocent uh, cute attempts at preparing young people for relationships and it didn't always work out so liquor but the experience mm. was good for me you know mm. we had mm. um, the one year we had a, a radio station in the hall you know um uh, the dj was playing love songs you know and now and then he would um have like dedications meant to someone from someone <laughs> But the squeals of delight among the girls when the DJ would say, and this next number is a dedication from Anonymous to Sherry. And then insert squeals of delight. The girls go wild. <laughs> I love that feeling. Um, I think yeah. that's, that's similar to my experiences of Valentine's in the past. It's really high school because mm. every year there'd be a Valentine's show or display and those things would happen. Why do we let go of that? Why do we let go of it when we, we get older? It's so cute. <laughs> Is it? It becomes okay. so jaded, you know. Um, but yeah, anyway, that is a Valentine memory from Okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Let's rather listen to contributor number one. So for me, it's actually important that we don't have the same taste in music because um, like a plate of food, you want to have a balanced diet. So you'll have your starch, you'll have your protein, you'll have different types of food, but when all put together, they form one meal. So different tastes in music because music is largely influenced by culture also means experiencing different cultures experiencing different ways of seeing life different ways of celebrating life different ways of mourning different ways of just how we especially as Africans use music to express ourselves um, if we were to have the same taste in music I don't know it would feel like listening to myself all over again uh, as it is now there's some music that I never used to listen to that I now listen to thanks to my wife and um, yeah. Take for contributor number one right off the bat. We didn't just say mm. it's not important that, you know, to him that he and his partner have similar taste in music. He didn't just say that. Mm. He said it's important that we don't have the same taste. You get the difference. Mm, mm. And you know what I appreciate about this contribution is what I've actually experienced in the past four or five years is like surrounding yourself with people who listen to different music to you because it puts you on so much new music and you end up finding things that you enjoy that you previously wouldn't have been privy to or known that you enjoy because you wouldn't expose yourself to mm. that. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so I think I think I, I resonate with part of what he says because he says, surrounding yourself or being with someone who listens to different music, you get to experience difference, essentially. Wow. And mm. I like that. Mm. I like that. <laughs> and also, bring me all the food metaphors. Bring them all. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? 
<laughs> yes, maybe it's the food metaphor. You know, I love it when people speak in food. You know, it's like mm. he, he relates the components of a meal to the various musical influences all around us, you know, um, mm, mm. when you are totally open. And you, I just thought it was so cute. Mm, contributor number one, oh, wow. a strong case. I would say it is important because it gives us um, something to relate to each other through, it gives us something to enjoy together, something to be excited about. Um, the discovery of new music, the discovery of new artists. Um, music can sometimes be what we use to create memories as well. Um, so I think it is important that we have similar tastes in music. A way to relate to each other, something to enjoy together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something to be excited mm-hmm. about together. Yep. So she sees this yep. musical discovery as both of them together. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> so sweet. Creating memories. Oh, so romantic. Because at least I'm such a huge fan of music, man, and like the smallest things like excite me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to be listening to my favorite whatever and you know i get excited i'm like i I go crazy i go crazy and if someone's gonna look at me like what you know i mean i don't think i'd appreciate that more especially from my partner so you know i i I think i resonate with what contribution number two has just said because like let's excited together and let's get what we're excited about together you know let's enjoy this together you know, let's create wow. memories on this. So I, I really, I really like contributor, contributor, contributor number two. You are the one. Thank you so much for your answer. Thank you so much for your contribution. Yes, it is important to me um, that my partner and I have similar tastes to music. Um, it doesn't have to be spot on to the T because I mean I can be eclectic sometimes um, but it is definitely important to me that we have similar tastes purely because of the effect that music has on me um, what I see music as in my life for example if I have maybe a rough day at work and I'd like to come back to just a, a, a relaxed calm environment maybe listen to some jazz or old school R&B um, I think I'd appreciate if my partner was okay with that and we move into that kind of calm setting um, as opposed to maybe if I have a partner who listened to maybe punk rock, nothing against punk rock. Um, But yeah, definitely it is important to me that we're kind of on the same wavelength when it comes to music. which I think ties into what I was saying, you know, um, someone who gets it. And it might not necessarily have to be the same taste in music on least, but like a similar taste, you know, mm. or I should at least be able to listen to what I love without it, you know, Offending. being uncomfortable for the other person or, if, you know what I mean? Mm. So definitely I'm hearing you contribute to number three. She used this word, this these two words, same wavelength, you know, when it's, 
mm. um, in mm. terms of, of coming. So it's not just similar taste, it's the same wavelength. I've always, I'm attracted to that. It sounds a little deeper, you know? Um, mm. So, so <laughs> I had this partner once, no? And we were just on the same wavelength when it comes to music. It was like, mm. we just automatically clicked in terms of our tastes in music, yeah. except we couldn't agree on volume. Oh God. <laughs> so, okay, so let me clarify. I have rules about the volume of music in the corner. If I'm alone, mm. I can play the music as loud as I want to. If mm. there are other people in the car, then I find a comfortable volume, but on the lower end. And if yeah. the other people are talking, then I keep the volume even lower. Yeah. But no, my partner wanted the music full blast and he was also talking to the passenger in the back seat. Wow. Now imagine the mayhem the chaos. in my ears. As I had to listen to loud, laughing, cheerful conversation with Breath of Life's crisis, blaring oh, <laughs> through the speakers. No, man. It's a no oh, from no, me. Like, it's a no from See, at least, do you know that volume? Do you know that volume? It's such an awkward and You know when the song is either, not either, it's too loud mm. to ignore, mm. but too soft to hear <laughs> does that not annoy you totally and people i find people like are comfortable with that at times you know i i can imagine like when you mentioned when people are talking put a volume at a at a point where there's space for conversation but that there's still something playing mm -hmm. so if there's conversation i think it becomes fine but if there's silence in the car and i can't hear what's playing because of maybe i don't know the road um but again you know that volume at least please so i I'm so glad you relate. So, so I think what followed was actually the most telling. <clears throat> mm. I complained. I stood up for myself most, no? Um, mm. And said, please, no, man, you can't have the volume so loud. Mm. And then I just turned it a little bit softer. Um, he looked at me, said nothing, just responded by turning the volume off wow yeah. oh, oh my word that's so like aggressive i was so activated so i said no man uh, 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 i didn't mean you must switch it off but you can't mm. talk so i switched it on again him again says nothing turns the volume off so tense. And so oh, it went on for a few cycles. And the passenger in the back seat was having the time of his life. <laughs> Canning himself, lying down. Really? Because I'd be dying. Weak with laughter. I'd be dying. <laughs> and yet, when I thought about this week's question, I realized that it wasn't the taste in music that was the issue for my partner and I. It was mm. more in our humanity, I think, because we both could have handled that differently, you know? So, so mm. it's like it wasn't the taste in music that was the problem for us. It was how we handled the difference of opinion, nothing to do with music. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this is the point to me. Before there is a musician, there is a human. You know, they are individuals and we are different. And 
this is why I believe so strongly that as humans, musicians or music lovers that are humans, we owe it to ourselves to pay attention to who we are, to look sure, after yeah. ourselves first. Mm. You must know that thing that mm. the cabin attendant says, ladies and gentlemen, please secure your own mask first before attempting to assist anyone else. The mm. same principle, mm. you know? Mm. And mm. after a few years that I have um, had some direct experience of self-care I would handle that situation quite differently now and that for me is growth so I'm trying to I'm trying to get to how you would handle it differently without betraying yourself because bottom line is that it's too loud for you and it's not a pleasant environment so I'm trying to think how I would have handled it differently and I think I would have done the exact same I, I don't think I can think of how else to handle that situation right now Okay, so here's what I would have done now. Um, I would have braved it. I would have... Just... See, but that's betraying yourself too. Hang on, hang on. I would have braved it. And then when we were alone, I would have very clearly said to him that I don't like that. So we have to talk about how we're going to resolve it. You see? I would have taken mm. all the fire out of the situation and handled myself differently because that's who I have control mm. of. If he was still mm. going to be like so aggressive, you know, um, in the discussion, then that's on him, you know? Mm. So mm. that's probably how I would handle it now. And yeah, I wonder if he's going to listen to this episode. He'll know who he is if he listens. <laughs> <laughs> it's important that you and your partner are compatible and it does help if you have similar interests and similar tastes and things but I also think it's important that as an individual that we do not limit ourselves I think it was in season, episode one I think of the season that I said that um, I am open to any kind of music I'm my taste in music is extremely versatile so I think that it's important that if you and your partner have different tastes, whether it be music or anything else, that you open yourself up to experience new things. And in my personal experience, I've found that doing that, especially with music, that I have discovered and learned so much about music and especially other genres that I um, maybe would not normally listen to. So I feel that as an individual, who is in a relationship that you should open yourself to experience new things um, and that way you will surprise yourself at how much you will learn and also surprise yourself at what other types of music you might even come to like. You know this contributor, Aunt Lise, you know? Okay, let me just paint a picture for you. Mm. So through the course of this podcast, we've had like somewhat opposing views, mm. not necessarily from everyone, but just contribution number one was going left and the rest went right. Mm. And then this contributor said, kids, kids, <laughs> let's just close this off, okay? This is how we go about this. Or this is my, he just closed it off for us. He was like, you know what, let's end this podcast. Let's end it. <laughs> 
I agree. I, I had the same experience. I love the picture that you've painted. It was so cute. Mm. So cute. Mm. Um, so, yeah. so, yeah. so um, he draws it up a level. That's how I felt. I immediately, as I was listening to him, felt the draw up. Um, mm. And he says, it does help if you and your partner are compatible. Mm. Firstly, mm. with similar interests, with similar tastes in things, it does help. Mm. But then he brought it home saying, don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Open yourself up Open to yourself experience, up to experience new, new things. You know? And, and what I loved was, he said, you will surprise yourself in what you will learn. And you will also surprise yourself in, who knows, you may come to enjoy new music. Literally. I just love this. Literally. A very, very fitting way to end season to end. 12 of the Saturday Night Five. You know, open yourself up to experience new music. Do people still snap in 2022? That's a thing of the past here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not of the You know how they snap in poetry? In poetry, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I sort mm. of got the hang of it, you know, looking around and mm. seeing how everybody does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can see you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Not to be outdone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We hope you uh, um, are looking forward to, to Valentine's Day. For those of you who have big plans, I hope they all so pan obsessed out. With Valentine's Day, yeah. Hey? I'm just saying you're so obsessed with Valentine's no, Day. It's this question. A bit too much for my liking. This question brought me to Valentine's Day because it's 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 topical, it's relevant, it's what hap- it's what's happening now. And you know, I know a few people who love Valentine's Day. I know. I know a few people who like feel some sort of apathy towards Valentine's Day, and I am people. Yes, and I also know some people mm. who hate Valentine's Day. Mm, this is for that people. Yeah. So there's all kinds of people in the world, but Valentine's <laughs> Day does happen. So <laughs> um, the next time you see us, it won't be Valentine's Day yet, but the next time uh, we get together is live on Instagram. Uh, where you're going to meet all the contributors for season 12. That's going to be really, really exciting. Um, and Neil's going to have a whole lot of questions. And Neil is going to arrive on time this time. He is going to arrive on time. He has to. <laughs> he has to. So until then, all that's left from us, Lisa and Neil, is to say... Goodbye. Goodbye.